Okay, what, what's the day job? Uh, the day job is I, I teach political science, and I also um, am a, a, a business consultant. I consult on data uh, analytics. Um, I was a partner in a data analytics firm, and I've stepped back to do more teaching and um, do just some you know business consulting on the side. And in addition to all that, a wife, a couple of young daughters, and some dogs uh, in Athens. Jeff, That's right. I was just reading the website, Jeff Four. It's the number four, JeffFourGeorgia.com, and a bullet point uh, of some issues. And I got to say this: mm-hmm. I, I don't think I was expecting to encounter some of the issues. I, I mean, some of them, yeah, you'd, you'd want to talk about, and you do. Uh, you're in favor of expanding Medicaid in Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, and some other things that are, shall we say, more familiar. Uh, others that are, mm-hmm. shall we say, less familiar, uh, including feral hogs. Uh, you, you want to, yeah. and this is a thing, and it really is a thing, and should be uh, feral hogs. Let's start there, and there's several things to talk about here. Let's start there. You want to work with the State Department of Agriculture and the USDA to allow the sale of feral hog meat. A, I didn't know we couldn't do that, and B, why can't we, and why shouldn't we? So, um, yeah, I, I'd like to work with that. So. It, we can't because we haven't yet. Other states do. If you, if you go to the store and you see um, wild boar meat, mm-hmm. that's feral hogs with better marketing. <laughs> um, the reason that I think it's important to do this is to try to create a sort of market-based mechanism to handle this, this problem. It's $150 million of economic damage every year. It's a massive polluter of waterways. It destroys crops. It, it's something that also basically everybody can agree on. It's something that I've got farmers and conservationists, people who care about food insecurity and getting you know, food into food banks, and, and, and hunters who just want to you know, go out there and have a nice weekend. Everybody's kind of on the same side of this issue. In the same way um, that we do with deer meat now. I can, I can shoot absolutely. a deer and we can buy it in the store or, as you say, give it to these food banks, which desperately need food. Here's another source of absolutely. it. It does sound like win-win. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, otherwise, oftentimes, it just kind of sits there and, and rot. Um, it's, it's completely, I think, win-win. And it's, I think, one of these issues that there's not a reason that it hasn't been done other than that it hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of thing that I mentioned in focusing on, because you know, 90% of the work of the legislature is fixing things that kind of seem like more minor problems, but have big impacts on people's lives. Uh, Jeff Auerbach, candidate on... for a seat in the Georgia House. And uh, along those lines, another of these issues that, that I'm looking at that, that wouldn't have occurred mm-hmm. to me, but occurred to you. Uh, restore father's legitimation at birth. What are we even talking about here? Well, as I read on your website, uh, and I don't think I knew this. I'm in full disclosure, I was not aware of this, had no occasion mm-hmm. to know this. If a child is born to parents who are not legally married, the father does not automatically enjoy parental rights, has to go to court. Court, uh, and petition the court. Now, the reason for this, the rationale for this, is that it encourages marriage. You, know, you, you want to be a legitimate parent, uh, go marry the mother. Uh, you're saying it has exactly the opposite effect. I'm saying it, we, we know that it certainly doesn't actually encourage marriage. Until I think it was 2014, you could, in the hospital room, if both parties agree, everybody agrees that this is the father, this is the mother, they sign a piece of paper that simple. We did away with that piece of paper because we wanted to, you know, in, in theory, encourage marriage, which it is, it's all well and good, but it didn't. And so all it really did is that instead of having a piece of paper, 
it now costs between, for even for an uncontested one, between you know one or even as up to as high as five thousand dollars for something that we used to do on a piece of paper, and tens of thousands of these cases clog up the courts every year when there's no disagreement about the, who the father is. And so what it does is it, it can make it more difficult for people who just don't have that kind of money lying around. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. People who just don't have it lying around to take care of this means that it, everything from um, getting visitation to child support is more difficult because we moved it from being a single piece of paper. And, and the idea of, of encouraging marriage is, is great. You know, I'm, I'm pretty darn happy with mine. <laughs> um, but we don't want to force couples into bad marriages when they could be good co-parents. Again, Jeff Auerbach, candidate for House District 121, Democrat, running for the seat that's held by Republican Marcus Weedow, the election less than seven weeks away. You started to talk about this and, and go a little bit farther down this road here. Mm-hmm. These kinds of issues, which honestly I didn't expect to be talking about this morning, but here we are, uh, they're not the kind that people yell and scream about. You don't flip on the news every night and hear people talking about things like this. Uh, they, they, people are talking about the issues that get everybody wrapped up emotionally, whatever those might be. Uh, to my way of thinking, this gives me an insight into your way of thinking. Yeah. Um, listen, if you're if, if people are looking for the most rabid bomb thrower that they can find, um, that's just not going to be me. Um, I'm, you know, I focus on this kind of thing. That that's my job is to look at these little problems that we can solve. Um, the big hot-button issues are often things that are just mainly really good for fundraising and that politicians can find something that they know people will disagree on so that they can drive this wedge. But that's really very a small percentage of the work of the legislature. I want to have these things that everybody can agree on that can have massive impact because I, I want to help people. I want to make a change. I want to make people's lives better. I'm an Eagle Scout. I'm a Rotarian. I, you know, I, I believe in service and helping people. And the easiest way to do that isn't by raising money off of issues that we can use to divide people, but on finding common ground on issues where we can make an outsized impact, an outsized positive impact on people's lives. Uh, Jeff Arback, candidate for a seat in the Georgia House. And Eagle Scout, I've said this before about Eagle Scouts. I'm not one, but I've said this about them over the years. Somewhere, just as a matter of statistics, right, just just as a matter of probability, Mm -hmm. somewhere is an Eagle Scout who's a loser. I just have never met one. I've never heard of one. They all seem to have, there's something about being an Eagle Scout that just kind of sets you for life. What would you get out of being an Eagle Scout? It. So, I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the basics of scouting, you know, trustworthy, you know, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. These things that we repeat over and over been about, about goals for our lives. And, um, I mean, it requires a commitment. It requires a commitment to, to service that by the time you've made it through that level of commitment, you know, and you're 18 years old, it has hopefully stuck in there. Um, <laughs> And I, I, I hope it has stuck in there with me. Uh, how are you going to pull this off? Uh, you can look at a map, and you're a political scientist, yeah. and you know what you're up against here as a Democrat uh, running against an incumbent. He's got money. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have as much. How do you pull this off? 
Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out money him. There's two ways to this. One is I I outwork him. I, I I knock on I knock on more doors. I talk to more voters. I um, make more connections. Um, and the other way is that um, is, is part of this is that at this point he's really heavily relying on being a Republican in a Republican district, and he's sort of hoping that people vote for him because he's got that R after his name. And so I need to go to as many voters as I can and tell them why I want to earn their vote because of my ideas, not because of anything inherent about me, but because of my ideas, I want to earn their vote. And so far, I've been having a lot of luck among, among um, independent voters, even some moderate Republicans who they are looking at my ideas and they're saying, I know he might have a letter after his name that I don't generally vote for, but he's got ideas that I think can help. Um, and that's, that's how I'm trying to sell myself. That's how I'm trying to do it is, is by having good ideas and, you know, explaining them to people and trying to help people with them. And what's this been like, again, a, a wife and two young daughters? How young are these daughters, by the way? Uh, 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 they are three and five, about to be four and five. Oh, my goodness. So how do you have time for all this? Um, gotta, it's, um, you know, one thing I learned in, in, in graduate school and stuff is that sometimes you don't have time to think about how you don't have time. You just kind of do it. You, you, you kind of just got to sit down and do it. And some nights you work late. Again, the website, Jeff4, and it's the number 4, Jeff4Georgia.com, Jeff Auerbach. And if you go to F-O-R, it'll also take you there. And if you do Georgia as G-A, it'll also take you, you know. Yeah, good enough. Then easy to find on the Internet. JeffForGeorgia.com, uh, Democrat candidate, House District 121, looking to unseat the incumbent Republican Marcus Wiedauer. The election in 48 days and the early voting starting on October 17th. Jeff Auerbach, best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me on. It was, it was a lot of fun.